On this episode, we talk about how to properly price your services. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Rochester's Video Productions and Arts, a podcast designed especially for professionals in the videography industry. Here's your host, Caleb Santiago. Hey guys and gals, welcome to Rochester's Video Productions and Arts. So as you already know, today I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, getting into how do I price uh, my services. And uh, first thing that I want to break down is the difference between a videographer and a cinematographer. Um, A videographer is a businessman or gal, uh, woman, who knows a lot about the skill set of cinematography. They might not have gone to school for cinematography, but they have a great deal of that skill set at their disposal and experience uh, to provide for their customers. So an example of when would I hire a videographer? Well, I would hire a videographer for a wedding. I would hire a videographer for... um, Uh, uh, special events, uh, short form and long form advertisement products. Uh, So vast, so long story short, you can hire a videographer for many different things. Um, What would I hire a cinematographer for? Well, a cinematographer is uh, a video producer would hire someone like a director who has a specific skill set and who is a cinematographer, or it's essentially a videographer but specifically for movies. So they've gone to school for uh, how to structure a movie, um, how to structure different types of films, short films, long films. They have that degree and skill set, but not necessarily these individuals would be a good videographer because they have zero uh, experience and or skill set in terms of business. You can be a great videographer, a great cinematographer, and be a horrible business person. You're eventually going to go out of business because you don't know how to either ask for the sale, right, which is why we're here, uh, or uh, have any experience in any form of business or sales, or uh, so on and so forth. I'm rambling at this point, but uh, to get back to what we're talking about, if I'm a videographer, I'm going to know a little bit about the market that I'm in. You're going to want to do some of that research uh, wherever you're located. Look at your competition. What are they charging? Um, The unique thing about videography is uh, individuals can hire a videographer who's out of state, who does editing work, or um, have somebody come in from out of state. So you're really competing with the industry, uh, and that's what I want to nail home. So getting back to the question of this episode, how do I price my products? Well, it depends on what you're doing, to be 100% honest with you. And it depends on your skill set and how long you've been doing it. Um, But I really want to share with you my experience in that uh, and how the industry really works as a whole. So 
in the industry, you'll hear other videographers talk about a day rate. Uh, anyways, what a day rate is, is how much a videographer will charge for their services for uh, a, a regular 10, 8 to 10 hour uh, workday, whether it's shooting raw footage or editing uh, footage. So ask, figuring out for yourself what your day rate is and then you want to look at your competition you might have to call uh, an individual to get a price estimate now that's not fishy it's just uh, business right <laughs> so there's the difference again uh, you can't really care about that business is business and you really need to yes we want to support uh, other individuals in the field who are doing that uh, vein of uh, professional work but you, you also want to provide for your family so uh, and be successful in the industry. And we all want to be successful in the, in the industry. So figuring out what your day rate is going to be very important. And, you know, some individuals charge by the, by the minute of per, uh, by per minute of the final product or the final project. Um, so they might have a five-minute project and they might charge $300 per minute of that final project. But either way, getting back to it, you have to figure out your day rate. So um, for me, I know our day rate, we vary depending on the project, right? So if I know that if someone comes to me and they want a music video, now those, there's a lot of technical skills that go along with doing uh, a music video, per se, um, not a musical, <laughs> a music video. There's a lot of technical skills that are involved with that, not only in the editing room, but while you're filming the raw footage. So figuring out how long is this really going to take me? How many different shots do I need? Do I need multiple cameras? Uh, what's the budget? We'll get into that later, uh, but what's the budget? So figuring out for me, I have a specific day rate when I'm shooting raw footage for a music video that is focused more on the technical skills, how long it takes me, and uh, really make it a competitive price with the individuals in my area, Rochester, um, to make sure that my day rate is not only competitive, but it's not going to put me under, right? So my day rate for doing a music video, which is a little bit more creative and technical skills, might be more expensive than shooting something like an interview where I just set up two cameras, right? There's there's less, sure, there's a lot of skill involved and knowledge involved with setting up an interview process and equipment, so on and so forth, but there's not as much technical skill, right? Um, there's not as much moving cameras and things like that. Uh, that depends on the interview, so on and so forth. But that being said, if I'm doing a short form advertisement, my day rate might be short, uh, excuse me, cheaper than doing something like a larger budget music video. Uh, and then uh, pricing those services uh, appropriately. So figuring out your day rate, right? So I think we nailed that one home. Now the next step would be how long is it going to take me to complete this project, right? So how long is it going to take you to sit in your office and edit that raw footage? Uh, let's say it takes you 
three eight-hour days. Well, you're gonna figure out based on your day rate how many days, eight-hour days, it's gonna take you to finish that project, and then you would add that in. Um, and then, once you have your day rate, how long is it gonna take you to shoot the raw footage? Is there gonna be different locations? How many times you're gonna have to go out, so on and so forth? Then I'm gonna figure out how many days is it gonna take me to edit this project? And then you're going to figure out, do I need actors? Do I need any talent that's involved, actresses? Um, you're gonna figure out, do I need that? How do I, where can I get that? How, so on and so forth. Is it going to be expensive, right? How many actors do we need? How many actresses? What's the scene gonna look like? Do we need to rent equipment? Do we need to, uh, if you don't have something that you need uh, for that project, do we need to rent equipment? Um, do I need a second second cameraman? If you don't have any automated equipment, such as like a rhino slider, if you're doing an interview or something like that, or an electric slider, doesn't have to be rhino. Rhino is just the brand. Um, but either way, what type of equipment do I have? What am I going to need to shoot that um, on top of that? And then once I have all of that information, right? Don't don't forget about location. Is it going to be in state, out of state, right? Is it going to be in uh, one of the, is it going to take you an hour to drive there, so on and so forth, um, to the location of, of filming. So um, then I will add in a little bit of profit there, right, because you have to make money, uh, a little bit of profit there per job. And that comes up with that number. Now, anytime that I have a meeting, and here, here's the biggest thing, it's, it's very similar to uh, working in the videography and video production industry, uh, it's very similar to bidding on jobs, right? So if somebody has a project that they want done, let's say it's a wedding video, and they they have they want uh, that you to be with a groomsman, they give you a, a description of the total project, and then. Um, they start looking for videographers. Uh, now here's a mistake that I would highly suggest that videographers do not do. If you're doing this, you might want to think about your process um, because you might not get as many jobs if you are doing this specific thing. So what is that specific thing? Um, that would be uh, telling your price over the phone or quoting the job right off the bat. Now, why would I not want to do that? Well, if your prices are much higher than uh, the individual can afford or the business can afford for that if it's a small short form advertisement. So they're going, you, you want to listen. That's the biggest thing here. You want to listen to what they're looking for. You want to take all of that information home with you uh, you're going to tell them at the meeting, uh, obviously, if you are having a meeting. If not, then you're going to let the, um, whoever's pitching you the job, uh, let them know that you're going to, okay, let me build for you. And never tell them the quote right off the bat. Never do that. Uh, you tell them, I'm going to take the information that I've gathered home with me, and I'm going to build you a proper proposal based on this. You want to ask them what their budget is because if you don't know their budget you might come back with a number that's three times what they're 
able to or willing to spend. And once you have the information of the actual budget, well, then you can take that information and you can adjust how you're going to shoot or film that video and edit that work. Because if somebody has, if somebody comes to you and they have $10,000 to spend on an advertisement, uh, well then, okay, that's our budget. Okay, let me take that information. I know our project now that you've given me the information about your project. I'm going to take that information into consideration and I'm going to build you a proper proposal. So taking that proposal and that information home, you, you build that proposal based on that uh, price range. So if you didn't ask, you might not know that they had $10,000 to spend on that advertisement. Um, and then if you only bid the job $6,000, then you could, you, you could be potentially losing $5,000, uh, $4,000. So not only is it helpful for you to see the bigger picture so that you don't lose the job, but you don't undercut yourself either, right? So you're not overbidding the job and you're not underbidding yourself for the job as well. So always, always ask your client, okay, so I have all the information down, I know the project that we're gonna be working on, I'm excited to work on it with you, but what is the budget that we're looking for? And then just let them know, it's like, well, I've, we can work on a, a larger budget project, uh, but we can also work on, you know, if they don't have you know $10,000 to spend on an advertisement, well, we only have $3,000 to spend on this advertisement. Okay, well, a, a greedy videographer would say, all right, I'm going to want to take all that $3,000. So I'm going to come back and bid the job. Okay, you said you have $3,000 to spend. We're going to spend $3,000. Um, here's the next point with your services. Do I want this client to come back over and over and over again, right? So if you, let's say you do the job for $3,000 and they pretty much don't have any money to spend on an advertisement in the next six months, okay, well, you, but they would have had money if you had charged them a little less for that project, they were able to build some revenue, and then they come back, and now they know you, they're familiar with you, and then they hire you again for another advertisement. So you're, you're achieving, you're cutting yourself short over the longer period of time. So one of the biggest things that I let my clients know is once I figure out the project, I figure out what we want to do, I figure out the budget, my next question to continually not only help the business out or help the client out is, um, you're not going to do this if it's a videographer for a wedding or so on and so forth, but we're, if we're talking about a business, um, what type of advertisement campaign are you putting behind this project? And the reason why I ask that is because if you don't have uh, funding behind this, uh, or excuse me, advertisement campaign behind this video project that they're creating, the advertisement, it's going to fail. I don't care if it's the best video advertisement in the world, 
If nobody knows about it, it's going to fail. So if they have no more money after the video is created to distribute that video on platforms or commercial, whatever they're going to do with it, then it's going to fail. So allowing some of their budget, if they have, well, okay, well, we were planning on spending, let's go back to the example, $3,000 on this, uh, and I didn't think about uh, the advertising campaign that's our budget three thousand dollars so um, we're just gonna have to go with something a little less than three thousand maybe we'll spend twenty five or two thousand dollars on a project and then we'll spend a thousand dollars on advertising that specific product or advertisement so now you get a little bit more information your client builds uh, trust in you because they feel that you have their best interest in Involved. And not only that, but it's helpful for you because um, you're building that relationship and building that relationship so that anytime that individual, that client, that business has other video work that needs to be done for them, they know and tr have somebody to trust to come back and do that work for them and they know that they're good, you do a great job on the project, so on and so forth. Now, getting back to the Okay, I have all the information now. I have what the project's going to be about. I have what we're going to, uh, how we're going to distribute the project. I have the budget. Now you still tell them, okay, I'm going to go back. Let me build a proper proposal for you, and then I will give that to you tomorrow or within 48 hours, and then we can go through that proposal and uh, get the ball rolling on this project much much higher likelihood of success when you're pitching a job like that um, not only are you going to keep their budget in mind uh, when you're doing that project it's going to help you understand what equipment you can and cannot use for that project let's say oh, okay i was going to get drones and and cranes uh, to do this one car advertisement okay well we don't have $20,000 to do it. We only have $15,000. Okay, well, we might be able to get drones, but we might not be able to rent or uh, get enough camera individuals for uh, cranes, so on and so forth. So you need to adjust the way that you're going to approach that project. That being said, if you do that and you implement that in your workload, I, I almost guarantee that you're not only going to get you're not only going to make the customer or the client, the business, understand the process a lot better, but excuse me, but you're going to get them. Excuse me, you're going to be able to get that client a lot easier on your side, so that you can continue to build that project for them and and ultimately close that sale because. Uh, again, videography is a business. We need to make sales. We need to cultivate relationships with clients, so on and so forth. Well, that's all I had for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. Please like this. If you did enjoy it, if you found any value, share it with your friends um, and other like professionals in the industry or anybody who really is interested in starting video work or does video work. 
please share and uh, leave us a rating, please. If you found, again, any value in this, uh, leave a rating. We really appreciate it. And if you want us to go over any topics, please uh, email me directly at Caleb at csantiagosvideography.com or check out the website and you can message me there and let us know what topics you want us to touch on. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope you have a great day.